Welcome to The Open Bell, a podcast for trumpet players, by trumpet players, and a cornet guy. I'm your host, Bill Stoneman, and I'm joined by my good friends and fellow trumpet geeks, Joey Tartell, and the opposite of omnipresent, Brian Appleby Weinberg. This episode of The Open Bell is brought to you by the World Trumpet Federation, home to The Open Bell podcast, and so much more. The WTF is here to serve you, our trumpet-playing siblings from around the globe. So head on over to www.worldtrumpetfederation.com and get a nice dose of trumpet truth. No fillers, no preservatives, no aspartame. Just pure trumpet goodness, beautifully crafted to inform and offend in one easy dose. If you're not thinking WTF when you pick up your trumpet, we can help. And by Cromer Music and A Minor Tune-Up. Chris Cromer has been a supporter of the Open Bell since our earliest days, and we've all been customers of A Minor Tune-Up, his tremendous instrument repair and cleaning service. In fact, Chris is the only person allowed to work on Joey's horns, uh, even though Joey never thinks that they need to be cleaned. And what started as cleaning repair has now grown into a full-service music store to take care of all of your needs. So whether you're located on the East Coast and get to their Wilmington, Delaware location, or you shop online, Cromer Music can help you with all of your musical needs. And if you're in the market for a fantastic Marcus Bona case, then Cromer is the place for you to check it out. And if this wasn't enough, Chris has now built the coolest mobile repair shop. It's an impressive van that he recently drove to the National Trumpet Competition and parked outside the performance venues to help competitors that had issues. Uh, truly remarkable. So get on over to aminertuneup.com and check them out. The Open Bell Podcast is comprised of three segments. Warming up a couple things and no offense. We use these segments to obtain, obfuscate, and occupy information that we believe is opportune to open-minded trumpet oracles. Gentlemen, shall we? Each week, Warming Up is brought to you by Chop Saver, that perfect all-natural lip treatment created by the one and only Danny from the Block Gosling. Now, <laughs> we don't know for sure, but we think it's safe to assume that J-Lo, A-Rod, and even the conglomerate Benefer are all using Chop Saver. So if you're not using Chop Saver, get on the floor and check it out. Go over to ShopSaver.com oh and get your chops in living color. Oh, wow. Now a word from our own pop icon. Hey, Brian. <laughs> Over the top, man. That's great. (laughs) Holy moly. Need to send these to him. (laughs) Yeah, hello. Oh, he knows. Good. Uh, so it's uh, we're in the summer band season, of course. Um, and uh, wait, it's and summer I, in New Jersey. Joe's still in, in the Jersey. academic year. Joey's still working. I don't know what's the matter with him. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Insane. Um, but it's also a time for vacation and um, family and taking some time off. And of course, my wife says um, we don't the three of us know nothing about work life balance which is probably true, but I want to encourage people who are in their full summer band season to not feel guilty about taking time to be on vacation or with their families. I get flack uh, at band uh, where I play cornet, of course. Um, Who who would, who, hold on, who would ever give you flack? You're on the corner. For taking time off. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. They're like, they look, kind of look at me sideways. Now I do do crazy things like, I will on the way back on a Sunday, I will make the family leave super early from vacation um, so that I can get back for band rehearsal. 
I did get stuck. So, so your family should be giving you flack. Yeah, right. Oh, really? Um, they, I did get stuck once uh, in serious traffic, and I just made the last half hour of a Thursday night rehearsal uh, after driving for about 10 hours. Um, so you, you wow. see, this, this is between you and me. You just talked about I made the last hour, half hour rehearsal. How long is right. rehearsal? Two hours. So you missed three quarters of rehearsal. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I missed, yes. This is the difference in how we would exactly. explain this. <laughs> Yeah, uh, can I, I'm going to make a suggestion. Well, you know what? You go ahead and finish. And I, well, I'm so help what I just want to make sure people, you know, as Americans, we tend to, you know, it's a cultural thing to not take time off. Right. We don't people leave vacation on the table. Um, they they uh, work themselves to the bone. Yeah. Not Bill. <laughs> I don't understand. what's. Yeah, that's right. I can't what's believe happening? he said Americans and we in the same sentence. I, that, I, what thought, you, I That's what confused me. What are you, Henry Fillmore? <laughs> yeah. Right. So I just want to encourage people. Take some guilt-free time. Take your horns. Do the thing while you're on vacation. But uh, don't worry about taking a couple rehearsals off. You'll it'll still be there when you get back. Yeah. Here's the problem with your model, you guys. <laughs> you know, Thursday rehearsal, Sunday rehearsal, Thursday rehearsal. Here's what you need to do: wait until it gets closer to the show, then just invite everyone in for a everyone. bunch of rehearsals. Right beforehand for like a week or 10 days, like a week or something like that. And then just go play it. Go just so go do it. Brass so, banding. So what you're saying is you're saying cramming works because I am not OK with this. <laughs> OK, I'm with that saying either. some that's the way some people might do it. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a terrible model. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well rewarded. Costly, costly, but well rewarded. I'm glad to hear you say this, Brian. I am all I'm a fan of this. It's OK to step away. It's OK to recharge. It's OK to have a two day work week. Absolutely. <laughs> the goal right, to be fair. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. OK. <laughs> Hi, Joey. What do you have? Uh, I, I got two little things. One, uh, this might just be a slightly uh, dad braggy. Uh, end of our school year, so my oldest daughter just graduated college. Woohoo! She's a, a music major in choral music education. She took two job interviews during her last week of school, one during, mm -hmm. during finals week and one the nice. day, after, day after graduation, and was offered both jobs. Nice. So <laughs> uh, I do have employed, graduated and employed daughter, which is kind of awesome. So uh, going to get her moved in and started. She will be a middle school choir director uh, out here in the middle of Indiana. So now Beautiful. I'll be heading, I'll be driving out to see some uh, middle school choir concerts next year. <laughs> now you're basically decided. done now, right? Now you're done being dad. Uh, well, yeah, yeah that's, how <laughs> that's, the works, way it, right? that's the way it works, right? That's the way it works. Yeah, you that's, just shut it off. That's the way it works. And then I, I do have to say one thing that goes right to what Brian's talking about is uh, I, I don't say this very often. I am doing it wrong. You are doing I, it wrong. I, I'm doing it wrong. Uh, our school ended. You know, our, our grades are final. Everything is supposed to be done. But today, as soon as we finish this podcast, I have two meetings. Nope. That uh, neither of <laughs> which I called. Hours. Neither of which I called. I know, as you nope. guys, as you guys know, I'm a big fan of taking some time. You know, mm -hmm. I will practice and get out and you know, hang out and 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 have some fun. And that has not yet started. And uh, I. I think it should. It should have. <laughs> it should have started like two weeks ago for you. In the At words least. of Chris, in the words of Chris Underwood, nope, <laughs> nope. <laughs> so, you're welcome, Chris. Uh, so what you're saying is though. Let me back up for a second. Jamie, your daughter, yeah, oldest daughter, right, uh, gets her education. She does really well. She excels. She goes and interviews and impresses people. 
and wins a job. Oh. Correct. That is what yeah. she did. Well, she didn't lick that off the grass. <laughs> that's my grandmother's phrase. Wow. I know. That's what I did. I wanted Look to bring that right that. around. Well done. <laughs> no, she did she did great work. Uh, I'm obviously very uh happy for her, proud of her. So uh, that's great. They, I will this is the funny part of it. So it was within the next week there was an envelope showed up at my house because you know she's now gonna be moving and transitioning. So she used, she's using my house as her permanent address for things as through the transition and, and it's from this middle school. Oh yeah. So I call her and I said, "You got a package here." So she comes over, opens it up, and they sent her the polo shirt with the school logo. Swag. Oh yeah, she got swag. She's in. already. She's already what's the, in. What's the What's the mascot? They're the Panthers. Okay. Right. So, which is causing a little bit of a rift inside my house is the high school that all three girls went to are the Cougars, but that's Bloomington North. They're the Cougars. Bloomington South is are the Panthers. Oh, so oh, sort of like yeah. So rival. She's, she's got the the rival mascot, but you know. So we're yeah. gonna be we're gonna be Panther fans now for this middle school. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. All right. Panther so Bill, pride. Yeah, so I'm doing it wrong, and I am working towards doing it right. We're, we're so gonna I'm, help I'm, you. I'm, I'm getting. I'm, I'm getting there. Bill's we're got gonna, plans for you. Bill, Bill, Bill what work you? that out. Bill, what do you got we're for us help. this morning? Well, interesting. Uh, and you guys like to talk about family stuff. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna talk about. Hold on. I was. I was gonna sell some horns. Hold on a second. What? No, this is good. You follow me. Okay. I, I had I've got sitting around here. I'm looking at all these trumpets I have, and some of them I don't play. And I'm thinking, I'm gonna. It's been on my mind for a while. I think I need to sell some of these horns that I'm not playing. Like I got a couple of B flats I'm not using, and then. But then this week it dawned on me, you know, because none of my kids play the trumpet. I got a bass player, two <clears throat> saxophonists, and a singer. Right. 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 I don't know how that happened? Yeah. At any rate, but I'm thinking no. But then. Saturday, May fourteenth, rolled around. Oh, oh. but you're, you're, I'm you're going. not. Wait, you're not going to talk about family or anything. No, not my okay. immediate so family. So what? So what happened on May fourteenth, there, well, Bill? My granddaughter was born. Woo. There it is. Yeah, see, so, which means you know you might that might conjure up a whole bunch of things, but for me, it meant I don't have to sell my trumpets. I'm going to keep them for her because this is trumpet potential. This is my this is my shot. No, she you're thinking about be. it all wrong. She it's could be a trumpet player. She could be. It's cornet potential. She's going to be a cornet oh, we player. <laughs> well, she is, she is a Jersey girl. Yeah. She is a Jersey girl. So yes. Brian's, actually, Brian's closer. Yes. <laughs> Brian could get to her. We have plans for her. Anyway, All right, that, so, was, that was my weird way to get to the fact that Blair Annabella was born on May 14th. That your grandfather. This is, this is your, the first granddaughter in the, of the uh, Stoneman clan. First, yes, first grandchild. So First awesome. grandchild. Very, very yeah. excited. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Very yes. excited. I look you forward did a lot to of work meeting for her. Yes. <laughs> exactly. A lot of yeah. cheering. Hey. Good job, guys. Yeah. yeah. So May, May 14th. Yep, born on Blair. the 14th. Blair, Blair with an E on the end. With an E, you got it. Yeah, okay. B-L-A-I-R-E. Yeah. We'll make sure we Which I've only right. had to spell to my mom like, I don't know, 15 times. <laughs> How's she feeling about being a great-grandmother? <laughs> oh, she loves it. It's her third time, so. There we go. Right. Yeah, so she's pretty excited about it. Excellent. Christening, christening gift should be a, a Wick 4. <laughs> <laughs> a little gold-plated yeah. Wick 4 in a little box. That's right. I don't know. Sounds At right. this age, we could probably get her one of the little plastic ones and give her something to play with. I'm telling you, this is yeah. it. How, this is what does she teeth on? She teeth on a plastic wick for. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I kind of like this idea. Pick it British. <laughs> oh, your poor son's got no shot with the three of us coming at oh, her. Oh, no way. That's <laughs> it. 
<laughs> that is it. All right, boys, listen, how about a little game this morning? Oh, man. All right, what do we got? Whatever time okay. it is, people what think we, we record these things. Yeah. Today is sort of a combination game. Uh, it's the five-second rule facts about friends edition. Five-second rule facts about friends Facts edition. about friends edition. So you know how it works, right? No. So, all right. So. We have no idea how any of this works. <laughs> we, can't, we don't know I... how stuff you make up works. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. So I give you uh, the topic. I ask you a question. Name name three things, right, and inside this topic, and then you essentially have five seconds to answer. Okay. Okay. And name three things. Yeah. Three things. And I'll I'll be running the timer. Running the timer. Yeah. Okay. Right. This sounds like a piece of but cake. This is so this each round, and there are five rounds. You each have to answer <laughs> a question about each other. Oh no. So it's sort of like the time we played the newlywed game, but it's in combination with the five second rule. So no that's shot. why it's the five second rule facts about French wow. edition. No shot. I it's think just we're layered up in a little bit. Big trouble. No, this yeah. is gonna be you guys are gonna do great. Because I know you Because we attention. do so well normally. Well, but this isn't like you don't have to know history. You okay. just have to know each other. Yeah, we don't know anything. I think you I think you both listen really well. I think this is gonna be easy. Oh man. For Brian. Down okay. <laughs> okay. What color okay. shirt did I wear last Tuesday? Right. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. I'll save that for next time. All right. Round one. Brian, you have five seconds. Name three orchestras in which Joey has played principal pops. Oh, uh, Cincinnati, St. Louis, and Pittsburgh. There you go. That was easy. That was easy. You did very you could, well. You there. could wow, also throw was... in Cleveland, Chicago, and San Antonio if you wanted to. <laughs> right. I've been playing San Antonio. I played uh, Houston. Houston. Oh, that would have been wrong. Oh, Houston. Right. Yeah, yeah. Houston. You can't play with San Antonio. You can't They've go back home. Is there a thing? They've never asked. <laughs> I mean, you're from there. Maybe it's a history. Actually, thing. right now there are problems down there. That orchestra's being hung up. Oh so, no. Yeah. Hmm. Well, we're going to be down there in a couple of weeks. We'll we just go fix to the it. office we'll and fix it. We'll take care of it. We'll walk. That was part of the plan. We'll take care of it. Couple things. Yeah. We have an hour for lunch. Yes. We'll <laughs> We're here get this help. all solved, get that orchestra paid, and get it back in play. <laughs> all right, Joey, round one for you. Okay. Name three brass bands in which Brian has played. Uh, let's see. ABB, mm-hmm. did he play with? What are those bands over in England? I don't remember <laughs> wow. any of those names. Full. Wait, he played, no, wait, he played with uh, Fountain City. I have done that. He played with oh. Fountain City, and then he played with, he well played with Corey. No. No. What's the other one over Brian, there? Brian could never get in Corey. <laughs> I couldn't play next to Tom. <laughs> they let him kidding? sit in. One of those British ones that I don't know. <laughs> well, you could have said Lindley or you could have said Brighouse and Rastrick. That's what I meant. Lindley. Yeah. That's the way I was going with. So I got two out of three. That's... <laughs> I got a six. I got a D. I got a D plus. <laughs> Clearly my timer is broken. <laughs> I got two with it. I got Fountain that's, City that's in there. That's pretty good. Yeah. I didn't know about Fountain City. He had Why told did I not remember before? this? Now I, I listen. Yeah, I've been to. They do this. They, they did this festival in Estes Park, and oh, I've been out right. three different yeah. times with them. Right, right. It was super fun. See, there we that's go. Cool. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. So you guys listen. That's why you're playing the game. Yeah. That's why I'm hosting it. And so far, you've gotten two. Bill, you've gotten two wrong. By the way, I'm not, and I'm not even playing. <laughs> you got San Antonio and didn't know this. So yeah, you're actually losing right now. I'm actually no losing. I, I think I can come back. Okay, round two, Brian. Name three places Joey has lived. Oh, uh, D.C., Bloomington, and Grand Rapids. 
Mm, not Grand Rapids. Grand Rapids. Oh. All that <laughs> yeah, wasn't about an hour away. <laughs> Kalamazoo. There it is. Okay. Wow. Now you avoided San Antonio, which is a pretty easy one. That was <laughs> easy. One. Just I, I thought it. it was too too simple. Yeah. But I would have given you credit for Texas, which is a big target, <laughs> <laughs> or Miami. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Miami. Or New York City. I mean, I know these yeah. do not show up on a map. But you went for Grand Rapids. But you went <laughs> for Grand Rapids. All you had to do was think of Bell's Too Hearted. You know, it's Kalamazoo. Western part of the state, I knew. To be fair, he went for Kalamazoo and hit Grand Rapids. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, it's his, he's from That's Michigan. Easy. He had to default it's, to Michigan. He's from Michigan. Yeah. Pin the tail on the, yes. <laughs> on the peninsula. Okay. Uh, all right. Round two for Joey. Okay. Name three places Brian has lived. Oh, easy. He's in New Glassboro, New Jersey. He's from Ann Arbor. He lived in Evansville, Indiana. Oh, oh that's right. That. Well done. And you could have said England. I could have. But you see, I wanted to get home to my home state of right now, of Indiana. <laughs> and I know he's been there. Yeah. Well All done. Right. See, yeah. you guys are good friends. This is why this works. All right. Round three. Yeah. Brian, name three sweet treats that Joey loves. Uh, payday, Diet Coke. Uh, I, I don't oh, know. Oh, sorry, one. out of time. The right answer was cupcakes. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! That's, oh, how yeah. could I fold on that? Oh my I'm god! I'm sorry, my Brian. mouth was, was open. Right, oh, was right I there. totally. I'm so the ashamed. Right, the right answer was cupcakes, <laughs> and you missed it. That's so inside baseball. Nobody <laughs> knows that. <laughs> there are about six six there people. Six know that. people who on the planet who know that. <laughs> but you be, are one of them. Yes. <laughs> Plenty I'm more asking folded. about it now. Oh man! Oh my gosh! <laughs> Holy moly! You're an evil man. No, I, I can't help it. That was great. Uh, that was terrible. And I'm so ashamed. As well, okay. you should be. I know yeah. this is going to be easy, just to make up for that. Uh, Joey, name three things Brian will not eat. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, let's see: beef, pork, and chicken. Oh Lord. <laughs> Now how that, easy was that that is aiming for kalamazoo and hitting it <laughs> that's bam <laughs> bang wow. i'll that's, take my trophy now it's right <laughs> down main street kalamazoo 1.2 seconds that's needed. right down west nidge avenue in kalamazoo just for the record <laughs> wow <So. laughs> no yeah that would have been you could answer that in so many ways you could have totally. done this is where joey goes well i've thought about this uh <laughs> I have a list of beef items, a list of pork categories. items, and a list yeah. of chicken items. Or I yeah. could, I mean, it could have gone meat and then gone broader categories, but I just thought it was funnier. <laughs> wow. Oh, also really good. Yes. Okay. Round four. Thank goodness we're coming to an end here. Uh, <laughs> Brian, list three cars that Joey has owned. Oh, my. Oh, a Forester, um, Mini Cooper, mm-hmm. and... Um, did you drive a Jetta? Yes. Way back when? Yes. Good right. call. And yeah. I'd like that's to before ask. I that's before I knew you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wouldn't uh wasn't there a story about a Ford Pinto? Not a Pinto. What was it you drove? You got the flat tire, you went Festiva to Festiva or something? No, that was a a, a bug. That was the oh, car my parents bought. Bug. I had a seventy I think it was a seventy one or seventy two Beetle. Oh really? Wow. Yeah. You drove yeah. that around. That was high my school? first that was my first car. Yeah. My parents That's like cool. when I when my mother taught me how to drive it in her Ford Fairmont station wagon. Now that that was a sweet ride That's right a there. That's a vehicle right there. Was <laughs> and it then a stick my parents, shift? 
No, that was an automatic. But then my parents <laughs> bought this old uh, uh, Beetle that had a hand crank sunroof. That uh, oh, yeah. whenever it rained, no matter the first turn you took after a rainstorm, you got dumped on. <laughs> it didn't matter which way you turned. So I drove that through high school, and then when I went to college, my sister drove it. But uh, uh, but no, that car, yeah, that w- that was cool. Yeah, oh. I enjoyed that car. That was the story about the flat tire. Yeah, the Beetle. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. that now. Yeah, that was great. all right. By the uh, way, Joe, that Ford yeah. Fairmount station wagon uh, yeah. it was it was good training because uh, the summer of 1986 when I played the. Uh, Disney All-American College Orchestra when I was wearing the red, white, and blue tuxedo. Man, we look good. <laughs> Sitting right next to me and one of my roommates was great the, image. the, the uh, very, very impressive professor, Dr. Chris Moore at yes. Florida State. Oh, yes. So, Chris, we were in the section together, and, and he had a Ford Fairmont station wagon. And what? wasn't it... Ye- it was a weird color, right? It was From a bright... Yellow? It, was a, it was a faded yellow, and it was a stick. <laughs> And had really? a Mr. T air freshener. You can ask him about yes. it. It was a great car. <laughs> but I didn't have a car there that summer, so we, we would regularly be in Chris's car. Wow. Yeah. That actually is the perfect uh, air freshener for that car. It was awesome. Yeah. I can't think of anything more funny. No. I pity no. the fool doesn't have an air freshener. Oh, well, yeah. wow. <laughs> All right, Joey. Mm-hmm. List three brands of horns that Brian plays every day. Uh, he plays a Bach trumpet. He plays a Besson... A cornet mm-hmm. he plays a Scherzer piccolo. Yep. Oh, well go. done. Yeah, easy. yeah, yeah. Easy peasy. Yeah, yeah super easy. I also I think plays a Yamaha flugel. Do I get bonus points for it going four? I yeah. actually, actually, my student, my former student, Greg, who's playing flugel in the brass band, has that and my wick mouthpiece. <laughs> I'm, I'm playing his Dylan's flugel mm. and a Lasky mouthpiece. Oh, interesting. Which Lasky? Pe- oh, we're getting way off topic here. Oh, yeah. that's so it's all good. Lasky, for those who are five or something, the young people listening now, there's a guy named Scott Lasky who was a, worked at Shilke for a very long time as their mm-hmm. chief mouthpiece uh, maker. Went out on his own in Chicago and was making his own mouthpieces, and then originally started uh, modifying Bach trumpets to what he was saying were what what Bach's original intent, and then started making his own horns. Excellent craftsman. Uh, Excellent. Really. Yeah. Uh, just a very a strong personality, really great guy. Um, he passed away just a couple of years ago, but boy, right. those mouthpieces that are still around, they're good. They yeah. make really good mouthpieces. Yeah. Yeah. Great stuff. Okay. You want to answer that question for me? Sharp, sharp, sharp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's and the right. Yamaha. And You're Yamaha. still playing the Yamaha flugelhorn. I am, yeah. Yeah. YFH 631, Rose Brass, Chuck Mangione. Uh, that horn feels so good. No, wow! You kind of oh my god! What else was I supposed to do? No, nothing. You teed it up. All right, round five. Final question, Brian. List three Clark studies that come after four. (laughs) (laughs) There, there are more than four. (laughs) He doesn't understand the question. This is a problem. Time's up. (laughs) Can I I go look at my book? (laughs) I'm sorry, Brian. The right answer was five, six, and seven. Wow. What's he that that question came that from uh, the same list where I had how many Bach bell variations are there? <laughs> I still think that's a trick question. No, it's not. The best part of that was you guys going, all right, let's see. Well, there's this. <laughs> 72. <Okay>. Eight. <laughs> all right, Joey. Numbers. List three mouthpieces that Brian uses on a daily basis. Oh, wow. Ooh. Uh... Yes, the test is weighted. Yeah, let's yeah. see. So there's the Wick 
four. Doesn't he play four? Um, you play a Bach. Are you a one and a quarter guy? No? You're whiffing on all this. Well, swing Okay, it. I'm out. He's a one and a half guy. One and a half on the B flat. One and a yep. half? Okay, I yeah. thought it was one and, and a quarter. And he's playing a five C on the pick right now. Yes, I am. And then he's playing the... the I'm playing wick, uh, your you mouth. Play three? Oh, no, you're playing the, the one I'm I... am playing the, the your mouthpiece. The picket, the picket one, right. Yeah, the, yes. the picket cornet mouthpiece. The yeah. picket one. Yeah, you're welcome. The one designed so. by others. The one that Brian and I designed with Peter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and others. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible people, all three of you. Uh, all right, boys, well done on that game. Not so much, but it was fun for me anyway. All right, time for a couple things. After the success of the Open Bell Book Club, we decided a more enhanced version was necessary. So this episode is devoted to the Open Bell Media Club. That's right. Not just books, but also favorite video content, podcasts, you name it. All right, listen. As summer approaches, we want to be sure that you have a good to-do list of things to inspire you and keep your mind on a trajectory of growth, or at least distract you from your day job. No offense, Joey. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> that hurt. <laughs> wow. Yes, Joey be working every day. Uh, the rest of us, not so much. So we're we're going to talk about books, podcasts, and then some video content of whatever type, yeah. right? Is that what we decided on? Yeah. That's what we decided on. I think yeah. we agreed on a, a, a book, a podcast, and a video. Right. Yeah. All right, Brian. Are, the, are these all... Uh, here's my question, because I, I came up with one trumpet-related and one not trumpet-related. I don't think it matters. It, it doesn't matter. Mine are, not dire- mine are not directly... Well, the the video is. I actually went out, not directly trumpet, but not you get to do whatever you want. Trumpet related. Are we doing? We're doing book first. What are we doing first? Yeah, yeah. Let's do book first. Book let's first. Book first. Yeah. Okay, so um, I'm just going to say them both each time, so you'll just have to bear with me. Oh, so um, I've so the trumpet related one is um, a book by James Clear called Atomic Habits. I've, I've talked about it before, mm-hmm. um, and it's a great book, um, well researched, easy read. Um, he's super smart guy and. Um, it's really, really helpful um, and uh, just about being consistent every day and how to do it, not relying on um, motivation every day. Like I'm not motivated every day to practice. It's just what I do. As Joey says, it's non-negotiable, just what happens. And then if you're looking for something to get you away, um, one, of, one of the most amazing books I've ever read, I was just absolutely stunned from cover to cover. Um, it's a man Booker Prize winner, um, and it was made into a movie also, um, Life of Pi by Jan Martel. An amazing book. Oh, yeah. It's an amazing book. Yeah, if you haven't read that already, you should just go yeah. get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is, a, that is a great book. Yeah, That's good I like stuff. It. Yeah, yeah. And so, now you said that's trumpet-related, but... No, that not that one. Oh, that one's not. <laughs> the Atomic Havocs trumpet-related. All right. All yeah. Right. Life of Pi, and, or any, you know, just go every year. Man Booker does, you know, the list of prizes. Just ch- you can check those out. It's incredible. No, I guess what literature. I'm saying is, yeah, Atomic Habits. It's not really a trumpet book. It's just funny that you say it's trumpet related. It's totally trumpet related. Learning related. <laughs> right. Aren't we trying to learn how to play the trumpet? How we you are. live your life. We are. Yeah. But it's Atomic Habits could be bike related. It's all about the bike with you. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. I see what you did there. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, Joey, what's your book? All right. So if we're going to go trumpet related, let me just say this. Read your Arben's book. Oh, yeah. Well, like, like there's it. all that tech stuff in the beginning and there's text at every section. 
read it. I love just, the beginning of that book. Just go read it. <laughs> it's a very interesting it. reading. I'm not saying it's 100% you should live with it. I'm saying you should read it and know what Mr. Arbin wrote. It's that, you know, 150 years ago, whenever that was. He clearly so, liked the way he played it. That's that's very true. <laughs> and, was, and was clearly living in a very different time yes, uh, when was. you read that. Uh, one from a cornet perspective and from a solo perspective uh, and our you know, how the horn was used is, is different, but it's still worth the read. So just read that. But if you're looking for a good book this summer, there's uh, I'm a big Malcolm Gladwell fan, and uh, I'm not mm-hmm. going to go after one of his podcasts, but you should. Uh, I listened to all those as well. There's a book he put out last year called The Bomber Mafia, which if you haven't read, oh, yeah. is spectacular. What he does is he weaves together the story of this Dutch guy who's making his own computers, these brothers in central Alabama, this crazy British person, a bunch of uh, chemists at Harvard that were lighting fires, um, <laughs> and, and all of these people that basically were leading up to uh, the bombing of uh, of of Japan, you know, in World War II, about are we going to do this, how are we going to do this, and how's this going to go down? And how that comes about, you might think, you know, we think about it in a very big picture. This goes after a whole bunch of little pictures and putting that all together. And it's astounding. It's fantastic read. It's a great story. Mm-hmm. But also gets you to the idea of, which is my overarching thing we're going to talk about here as we go. I want to I'm always looking at looking to find expertise in areas. So what you mm-hmm. see in this is you're finding experts in certain areas that combine to make things happen. And the way this is put together shows you that if any one of these people just isn't actually good at what they're doing, none of this actually works. Wow. <laughs> right. You know, because mm-hmm. it's easy to look at the big picture of, well, we needed to do this, so we went and did this. And it's never, ever, ever that simple. And to look at how the minute details that he gets into in this, great book, The Bomber Mafia uh, by Malcolm Gladwell. Check it out. It's just, it's it's fascinating reading, and it's, and it's great writing as well. Mm. Cool. Nice suggestion. I like that. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. really good. Well, I'm going to go yeah, old school, or as uh, Joey would say for me. That's school for school. you. It's just yeah. school. <laughs> Listen, but, Grandpa. <laughs> at the, we, as we, <laughs> there, I know, it's already started. Um, yeah, and I'm going to let her decide what she calls me. I don't really, I don't have any. I've already, I'm I think we've already I think figured Joey's this out. Ar- Joey's already figured this You're out. You're going to be, you, we're going cool Papa Bill, right? <laughs> Is that where we're going? Yeah. We'll see if we can teach her to say that. Yeah, I can teach her to say that. Great. Here we go. Joey can teach anybody to do anything. <laughs> I'll have her, these are going to be your first three words. Cool Papa Bill. <laughs> Not Mama. No. no, no, no. Oh, so funny. All right. So uh, what, do you, what do you got anyway, for us? Well, I've noticed, so we're t- at the end of the year, you know, semester here, we're talking about stuff, especially with our grad program, about redoing some things. And this book just keeps coming up as the answer to a lot of questions. And I thought, I'm just going to redirect everyone back to this thing because it's super accessible and you can find it anywhere. Aaron Copeland's What to Listen for in Music. Yeah. So this is Copeland's attempt to put music in, in a way that the, that the lay person can understand it. Right. So he talks about yeah. listening on different planes and all of that. But in our business, often we find ourselves in a place to have to explain what we do to other people, whether it's in speaking to an audience or whether it's writing a grant or seeking support from administration. And often those people are not musicians. So this book is a way to take what you know and find a way to filter it to people who don't understand what you do at the same level. So and it's a great read. That is a great read. 
Do you have frustration on the other side of that? Uh, meaning, we are musicians, and everyone kind of thinks they're a musician. <laughs> because they've done it they have musicked in some way in their life and they kind of think well yeah i mean you know i mean i'm a musician i mean yeah. i you know i play guitar i sing or whatever yeah. it is <laughs> yeah the hard part about that is that that's avocation for them so it's it's just something they play at so they assume it's the same for us right they yeah. just think so they think we're doing the same thing i know that's a separate question what we're talking about but i know when you're trying to explain what we do sometimes the problem is well i know what you do i mean i'm a musician <laughs> right. I'm, you know, I, I, I sing play, in the I, shower. I play trumpet in my church on Sundays, and that's the only right. time I touch my horn. And I'm, yeah, I mean, you might do it more than that, but so it's pretty much the same thing, right? Right. And it's not. <laughs> it's, no. It's kind of like saying I'm 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 an NBA basketball player because, you know, I like playing basketball. <laughs> <laughs> I can shoot I've like shot, Steph. I've shot you know, a basketball. I I've been on a basketball court and I have like I've I've hit a free throw so I mean I know what you guys are doing. <laughs> you, I mean that's a separate problem though, right? It is a separate problem. Yeah, that's something we we should maybe figure out how to address as well. Yeah, maybe because we're you know we often have to defend ourselves as an academic discipline, right? Right. Be because of that mentality, mm -hmm. but I think I think this helps. That does help, yeah. To actually put it from someone like, well, you know, Aaron Copeland, uh, who you should listen to. <laughs> you might yes. want to, you know, listen to what yeah. he was saying. Maybe, maybe you've heard of him. So. Yeah. yeah. It's a great book, too. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. That's good. That's good. That's a good call. So, yeah, it's an older book, but I I love it. I think it works really well. Yeah. That is good. All right. Shall we go uh, go to podcast next? Sure. Okay. So, again, I have I have two podcasts. Of course you do. Yeah. You don't so, follow um, rules. That's all right. I have three. No. <laughs> Good. I don't feel so bad. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll just stick to one and it'll all work out. <laughs> so the first one is um, called Golf Science Lab. Oh, holy crap. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, it's on, it's about trumpet, of course, um, because everything's about <laughs> they trumpet. They just don't, they just don't know it. They just don't know it. <laughs> they don't understand. But if you go to season, for trumpet players, if you go to season one, and I, I just found this, you know, incredibly transformative, but in season one, um, there are two podcasts, they're they're back to back. I think it's number, I don't actually know, it might be number six and seven in that, um, in that first season. But if you go to their website, you can pull it up. The first one is what every golfer ought to know about focus with this, um, a woman named Dr. Gabrielle, Gabriella Wolf. Um, she teaches at um, UNLV and um, running rebels. Yeah. It's about, it's about focus and what you should be thinking about. And um, you just substitute all the trumpet terms for all the things she's talking about in motor learning. And it's fantastic. Um, and then the other one is she's joined by um, a, a woman from California um, named Dr. Rebecca um, Lewithwaite. And they talk about um, Luth weight. Yeah, it sounds like you have a lisp. Luth, really? Uh, sorry, Luth weight. L e w t h. That makes more sense. L e Luth weight. L e w t h. Yeah, Luth weight. A i t e. Yeah, Luth weight. Okay. Um, you know, in England, that would be Lowit. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's exactly. <laughs> or <right>. laity. <laughs> yeah. What's the name of that town we were in? It Slaith weight. How do yeah. they say that? Slawit. Slawit. Yeah. Slathwaite. It's Slathwaite. Yeah. I was like, Brian, Brian, this sign says we'll be at Slathwaite in 10 miles. He goes, it's Slawit. <laughs> Which has an awesome band room and a great band. And, That's what I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah. Yeah. Great town. What did Miss uh, Lawit have to say? So, so <laughs> Dr. The, Dr. what they're Dr. talking Lowett. about is the unknown truth about learning golf and motivation. Um, so it's all about if you're, if you're a teacher, um, how you can, um, 
do these really subtle changes in how you interact with students um, and you can really motivate them in a very different way. Like unless a student really asks for the unvarnished truth, if you're negative at all, um, if you say, no, that's wrong or that's bad, um, you're actually impeding learning according to the research. And so if you say, okay, that's really good or a good try, can we think about it this way is a much different, it's a more positive way um, to put it. And it's a very different, um, it, it elicits a very different response in the student. Um, and then also things like they did really simple things um, unrelated where they gave students a choice. Um, so they were having students learn how to putt. And when they walked in the room, they um, asked them a question about which side of the room a picture should be po posted on. Um, should it be on the right side or the left side? And just giving the student the choice, a choice, any choice, completely unrelated to what they were doing, had better results, so better it kind outcomes. Of empowered them. Yeah. Yeah. So well, it's, think, it's fascinating. I think, I think we have figured this out, though, because we've been in master classes. And no matter how well the student plays or whether they crash or burn and absolutely kill it, what do we do? Hey, a couple things. <laughs> That's yeah. right. couple things. Right. It's always going to be a couple things. Good. Couple always things. A couple things. That's and, always po and always positive. Yeah. This, and is, always. this should be a foundational in teaching. That if you start negative, your students will start down. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I, 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 it's one of those things that, you know, oftentimes we see research that leads us to go, um, duh. Uh, That's what but we do. You, you do, yeah. need, you right. do need to prove these things. Uh, but that seems self-evident that if people tell you you're bad at stuff, you're going to think you're bad at stuff. So why would you tell them that if you want them to get better? Like that <laughs> it, seems obvious. Well, there are but, teachers but, who teach by saying, look, you need to go home and figure out why that sucks. Yes, there are. And and there's a whole generation of teachers older than us that basically would you come in and they would berate you. And the people who survived that were then deemed good and worthy. Exactly. Which is not really education as much as just survival camp. You know? Yes. Right. But there, 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 that was a whole method of teaching that I think is mo mostly gone now and good. But there, there was that old school conservatory just yell at them until they figure it out. And those that didn't figure out just didn't get it. Yeah, and, quote, and don't get it. Those that did yeah. were good. Uh, and, and luckily, that's that's largely gone, and hopefully yeah. will be absolutely gone someday. So it's super, super helpful, that podcast, uh, Golf Science Lab. And then if you want something totally um, different, um, the Malcolm Gladwell podcast, Revisionist History, in particular, for season one, episode episode number oh, six. That's your that's your school. Which is our school. Yeah, yeah that's wow. you. Um, yeah. My, it's called My Little Hundred Million. It's all about Rowan. <laughs> that's right. Um, and, except it's also about the the former Stanford president who takes it on the chin. Yeah. Repeatedly, oh. which is awesome. It's hysterical. It is hysterical. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, yeah. I, I will, I will echo revisionist history is definitely one I listen to all the time. It's great. Yeah. Not the one I chose for today. I figured Brian might actually go there as we have talked about that podcast. <laughs> That's it's right. Great. But it is one from Pushkin Industries, which is, which is uh, oh, Malcolm's yes. thing. Mm. Michael Lewis has a podcast called, oh. and I know this might get me in trouble in this room, Against the Rules is Against the name the of the rules. podcast. Wow. <laughs> it's one of this my, all, it's one of my favorites. Secretly doing. Yeah. So season one was all about uh, coaches. And he, oh, he's talking fantastic. about he's talking about coaching. He's talking about teaching. He's talking about how this works. Season two, he's talking about referees, right? And, and wow. like, what is a referee and how does it work? And right now we're in season three, and season three is about expertise. 
again, we're talking about like, so what is an expert and why don't we believe them? <laughs> you know, uh, which I talk about, I've talked about a lot, you know, a lot of these things. For I'm like, years. I, I think I've already written about this. Like, I'm, <laughs> and then he says it and I'm like, oh, I said that. Okay, I'm on to something. It makes, you know, it's good. But he's obviously done, he's doing deep dives into these sorts of things. And it's great. I mean, one, they're very smart. Two, they're also entertaining. So it's not just like being lectured yeah. to. Uh, they're great stories. He finds individual stories to go along. But this season, particularly about expertise, I, I'm obviously loving an awful lot. As as we were just discussing previously, one of the big frustrations is when I, you know, I tell people, you know, I teach trumpet. And they're like, oh, yeah, I mean, I played trumpet in high school. So, you know, we're pretty much on the same page. And, I'm <laughs> like, and I, I don't want to discount that and I don't want to start a fight. But I do want them to understand the difference between doing this as a as an amateur or doing this as a hobby and doing this as a profession there's a pretty thick line there <laughs> yeah you know that, that divides that yes. that, d that divides that and really taking this on and being you know maybe serious isn't the wrong word but you know intentional and professional about it as a career choice is not the same thing as like oh yeah i played and it's cool it's fun whatever so you majored in band. I'm like, not quite. You, know. <laughs> you major. Have people said that to you? You majored in band? Oh, my friends in college when I came home. <laughs> my freshman year of college, nice. I came home. And my, fr my wow. freshman year, I only had, I think it was, it was a two-week Christmas break. It was really short. Uh, and my friends at University of Texas had five weeks. So I came home and they were already on Christmas break. And then I left and they were still on Christmas break. Wow. One of them, this as we were, as what we were Sounds really was, familiar. Yes, I know. <laughs> the pattern developing. Right. But what we would do is we'd play basketball and eat Mexican food. That's pretty much what we do. So yeah. we were hanging out and then they were making fun of me for, quote, majoring in band. And this is what I said to them. This is the first time I got kind of snotty with them about this. I said, hold on, hold on, hold on. So you guys were all on Christmas break, right? What are you doing over break for school? Nothing. We're on break. I said, exactly. So if I take a month off of playing trumpet, I am totally screwed for next semester. They were like, oh, what? Oh, man, you have to, like, play all the time. I'm like, <laughs> I, well, I, want, this all I actually time. want to be playing all the time, but yes. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, it was that year. I was actually I was home for New Year's Eve and did get hired uh, to go play somewhere in downtown San Antonio. I think my high school Latin teacher and government teacher were there, which was funny. My That's Latin teacher awesome. danced by with her husband and said, see, honey, I told you that was Joey, and kept dancing. <laughs> Mrs. Kane beautiful. was awesome. She was great. Uh, but I got paid, I think it was $125. Mm -hmm. So I was like, hey, boys, check this out. And they're like, yeah. holy moly. You know, Real so, money then. Yeah. So, you know, I, I was loaded back then. But yeah, so check out uh, yeah against the rules. This is so, a great podcast. Michael is this Lewis. podcast going to help me survive the upcoming NFL season if I check this out ahead of time? Uh, no, nothing. You're, you're gonna still going to be a Steelers fan. Yeah, nothing's going to help you this year. <laughs> so uh, this just reminded me. It was a couple years ago when they were they were the Steelers were going to training camp at St. Vincent College, which is just not even a couple hours north of here. This is the thing to do is make the pilgrimage to Canada. Yeah. So Joey yeah. and I were texting about something. And he goes, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm taking the boys to Steeler training camp. And he responded, hope springs eternal. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Wow. the best thing ever. Yeah. Oh. yeah, you're in real trouble this year. It's yeah. going to be interesting. Yeah. But there actually, you know. during in the referees thing, they do talk about right. sports uh, in there as well. It's worth it in season two. Go check that out. Yeah, I definitely yeah. want to do that. What do you got for us for a podcast there? Well, you said you had two. Uh, 
Yeah, actually three. But three. um, go yeah. three. I'm going to go back to this one I mentioned before, I think, but it's called On Being. Oh, yeah. Krista Tippett. Yeah, Krista Tippett, yeah. Sunday mornings. And there are like a lot of episodes out now. Like she might, there's, I think it's approaching a thousand episodes or something like that. Holy that yeah. Can choose That's from. more than us. Yeah, but I, it is <laughs> just by a couple. Um, but I want to point you to a couple just to get started. She does uh, an interview with Yo-Yo Ma that is spectacular. Um, that, guy, that guy's pretty good. Yeah, but she also deals with these couple of scholars who dig into the poetry of Reiner Maria Wil- Rilke. Right. Okay. Rilke, R-I-L-K-E. And I love that one, and anything having to do with that is, is really cool. Those are those are really great ones to get started with. But she's a terrific interviewer, and it's always really good stuff. Um, but it's a chance to kind of zoom out on things. I would not. I don't know that I would call that a trumpet-related podcast, but could be good for the. It could be anything. Could be. It's more asking about you bikes. to expand <laughs> expand your mind. <laughs> um, the other one is one I just told you guys about. I learned from our good friend Josh Hillard, mm-hmm. uh, who sent it to me and said you got to get in on this. And it was uh, Chris Stills' "The Honesty Pill." Oh yes, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we'll give Chris a shout out there because he he's done some interesting interviews. It was weird. The first one I jumped in on was this with a bass player from Chicago, and I didn't realize it when I read the name, but I know his dad and a oh. gig with his dad here in the area. That's funny. It was really weird. Like I've been hearing his dad talk about his son all these years, and now he's on this. For those who don't know, Chris, Chris still yeah, plays Chris, in the L.A. Phil. Right, Chris yeah. is second trip in, in the L.A. Phil. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of pretty cool stuff on there. Yeah. yeah. Just starting to dig in on that. And uh, the other one is, I just want to give a shout out to a friend of mine, uh, Lance Jones, who's doing this Backwoods oh, Band yes. Room podcast. And Lance is a public school teacher um, who's really using his time beautifully um, with with the students and with his job, but also outside of that to try to make a difference. And um, he's he's got great content. And if you're a rural school band director or a small school band director or whatever, large school band director, take a listen to what Lance is up to on the Backwoods Band Room. It's It's good stuff. It's very point, cool. point you in the yeah, right direction. Absolutely. So those yeah. are mine. Those are my three podcasts. Those are good. All right. That's so your, your one podcast. When submission. are you? When right. are you guys listening to podcasts? When do you do it? In mostly in the car. However, yeah. uh, sometimes just you know practicing done, dinner done, riding done, podcast. So I will listen when I'm running. Um, I don't run in the street. I run on the sidewalks. Um, I have done it um, on a, on bike rides, mostly when I was biking on the path. Actually, when I had the accident, I was listening to um, Ezra Klein podcast. Okay, so we'll mark that down. Never listen to that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Take that one right out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, was that oh, Sway you were talking about, that one? Um, no, his um, the one he does for the New York Times. Yeah. Isn't that what that's called? No. What am I thinking of? No idea. I thought that's what that was called. And when he was uh, um, with the um, the weeds, mm. um, which was from I don't remember the the media company he was with. Yeah, Ezra Klein show Sway. Yeah, we're talking about the same thing. I'm not sure. Well, Joey's looking it up. I'm looking right at it. I think New it's York called Times. the Ed, yeah Sway. Is that new? The no, it's just the Ezra, Ezra Klein show. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Com- that's what it comes up on is on my on my phone. Just as the Ezra I'm, Klein show. 
I'm looking at the same thing, and the title underneath it says Sway. <laughs> oh, wow, that's funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so, so yeah, don't listen to that when you ride anymore. Yeah, not when you're riding. No. No. I actually, since I'm on the roads, I don't I don't listen to anything when I'm riding now. Yeah, I used to listen to music years ago and then just got away from it. It's just sanctuary now. It's just yeah. quiet. I actually hate listening to music when I exercise at all. I'm not sure what that's about. It drives me crazy too. Yeah. yeah. You don't like the audio adrenaline? I'm not sure I that's used, what it does. I used to have a playlist called The Ride that I had timed out for this loop that I did. <laughs> and when nice. I needed this is kind of funny actually. When I when I knew I needed a little energy to get home yeah. you know, at the end of the ride, I ramped that stuff up, man. So what, what was, was on this what was on this was playlist? A, it was quite a mix actually. Toward the end, the thing that I really used to get me home, there were two things I remember. Uh A C D C uh, I was, was going to say ACDC. Oh what is gosh, it? Your eighties are shit. I know. I can't help it. And um, and uh, some music from the Commander, Chuck Lazarus. He all did right. that oh, solo sure. CD with all yeah. that stuff. There were a couple tracks on there that were just absolute killer. Light it up. Yeah. So uh, I, just, I went Commander with that. Cool. The Commander, Chuck Lazarus, yeah. and ACDC getting me home. I would always put those two together. That's I was going to say, yeah. We'll see He'd probably Chuck, take that as a compliment. Chuck feels about that. Supposed to be, to be held in that regard. Chuck and Angus Young. Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right, so let's get to some video content here. All right, video content. All right, Brian, what do you got for us? Okay, I have two. Trumpet-related is um, it's on Amazon Prime Video um, mm-hmm. online, um, and it's, uh, it's called it's Tom Stevens on Musicianship. And it's oh. basically a bunch of his master classes. Uh, the subtitle is Vacchiano Rules and Beyond. It's a basically um, sev- a couple hours of his master classes at Chosen Vale. Um, that's fascinating. Okay, he he's somebody I was just thinking about this week. Um, so who Tom Stevens? Oh, no, Tom, Tom Stevens. Stevens. So you guys know I'm doing I'm doing this recital down at uh, ITG, and I'm doing the the Antile Sonata, right? You yes. are. So yeah. there's a there's a couple of. Uh, couple of recordings out there and i have tom stevens one on which the antile's name is misspelled on the album um (laughs) that's awesome and tom just plays an absolute wrong note really like it just not he he plays the trumpet so well i don't think you notice it but i'm like listening going wait that's not what's written there that so i went and listened and there's a yuko haryani i've got a recording of that as well and i listen Mm -hmm. like i look at the score i'm like no, it's just wrong note. <laughs> That's pretty good. It's just because I swear. Also, uh, same record. Is it? Uh, what's the Bernstein thing? Rondo for Lifey. Yeah, yeah. It, he's just got a, like he he plays something. It's just no. That's just not what's written there. <laughs> and I'm like, wow. I I don't know Tom Stevens at all. But the, it's just like I'm just going to put it out there. There it is. That's how it goes. That's yeah. how I play it. Love yeah. it. He liked well, the, that's way, he the way he played. Yeah, yeah. Spectacular trumpet player. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh! Amazing. Yeah. It's it's fabulous hearing him talk, hearing him break down phrases and coach students. Um, I think it's a it's it's taken a I've been through it a few times. Um, and if you um, read the Brian Shook book and you actually know what the Vacchiano rules are going in, I right. think it's also very helpful because um, he makes some some kind of esoteric points about inflection that could be lost if you're if you're not looking for them. Um, so yeah, it's really good. Tom Stevens on musicianship, and then something totally different. Um, actually, the first time I saw this movie, I almost fell off the treadmill when I was watching it. It's called The Station Agent, sort of an hmm. indie film. It is absolutely fantastic. It stars Peter Dinklage, um, and hmm. it's spectacular. Um, and Peter Dinklage um, moves into a, a 
an abandoned train station and just about the people he meets and the people he knew before he did that. It's, it's a spectacular, beautiful movie and also absolutely hysterical. Huh. Well, that's good. Yeah. The station agent. Yeah. Interesting. Really good. All right. So when I was thinking about video content, here's what I was thinking. I want, I, I was thinking very literal with trumpet. I know you're shocked. So <laughs> I want to find trumpet players that I don't get to see live. Oh, and yeah. I want to be able to check them out. So probably, well, it's hard to say favorite, but at, at least uh, in the favorite category is Tina Thing Health's Mar Marcello, right? It's a it's mm. a live performance. All three movements are up on YouTube. Yeah. And even through computer speakers, you know, whatever recording is done there, you're like, oh, that's just spectacular piccolo playing and music, yeah. musicianship. Like, it, it, because she doesn't live in this continent and we don't often get to hear her so uh you know this is a, a great way to check out people that we wouldn't normally get to check out right so go check that one out uh th there are at least three right well, now we've talked about we've talked about uh ole edvard antonson's um what you call it napoli, uh, napoli. <laughs> if you haven't seen it we've said it before just just go do it right now Gotta go to youtube to right now go check it out um, but then the other one I was talking about was Yuko Haryani. Here's another person we just, I did get to see live once. He was at an ITG one in Minnesota, played with the Minnesota Orchestra. Right. And I'm like, I've heard this name. And then I just went looking. There's a fair amount of stuff. Sure. And if you haven't, I know we've talked about these before, but Hokan Hardenberger started doing all the, uh, all the uh, Charliers on, yeah. on C trumpet, just standing on stage playing them, you know. Uh, as well as they've been played <laughs> you should be so get on get online and go check these out those are just a couple off the top of my head where i'm thinking video content you know g put goods hook your computer up to good speakers mm. and watch and listen to these people play it's fantastic and, if, and it's if it's live i'm looking for live performances at this point so everything i was just yeah. telling you about now they're live performances so you're actually seeing this is what's happening in that moment right. so the visual of it uh is is just spectacular so go and check that kind of stuff out now yeah. tina's cancer's in in remission now she's back out playing right yeah oh, which yeah. is great to hear we want yeah, great trumpet amazing. players playing we want people healthy yeah. so that's awesome and and um did uh hardenberger really treat the charlier project like people treat the hundred days he stopped part way through <laughs> i don't know what, i got mad at him uh, <laughs> i like you're calling him out <laughs> you're, See, you're call out calling out hardenberger wow that is fantastic okay brian hook on hardenberger rated overrated or underrated <laughs> <laughs> I actually think he's underrated. I, he's I, he's spectacular. He is yeah. spectacular. But he he, how far did he get? He got into the teens, right? Right. I mean, if you look at how far he made it into thirty six, he's still doing better than most of the people trying to get to a hundred as a percentage of the, the number. He's oh, doing wait, great. So wait, here's twenty three. <laughs> I'm looking right now. Exactly. Did he get past that? Huh. Joey actually subscribed to this so that he gets a, an alert I do. on his phone when Hogan yeah. drops anything, right? That's absolutely true. I, I, when he started doing this, I absolutely subscribed because yeah. I wanted it's to amazing. see him. Yeah, and, you know, totally. uh, he was doing them fairly regularly. And then I guess, you know, uh, his orchestra got back to work and he started, started working to do again, stuff. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I got to go to work. I'm, I'm out of time. But it looks yeah. like he got to 23. 
Yeah, I think that's so. He's right. still got. He's still got three. He owes us thirteen, as I think what Brian's saying, and I agree. <laughs> yeah, I, come on, and I agree with that contention. So. We'll all be better off if he if he puts that's those what I'm out. Saying. We'll all be the, better players yes. and musicians. Yeah, we should yeah. take those. All right, Bill, what do you got for us? Well, I, I, you know, you got me thinking about the Ole Edward Antonson thing because that Napoli video is something that I, I probably have shared that with more people than any other trumpet <laughs> recording. Sure, it's ridiculous. Yeah, right? It's great. Like I'm not off base on that, right? You guys, you might be in the same boat. It is stunning. That that's up there. Uh, the other one that might be closer to me, and I, maybe I should have brought up, is uh, Snooky Young with the Tonight Show band doing yes. "Take What You Do." Those are my top two. <laughs> yeah. I would say, uh, yeah, that, those are top two. That is unbelievable yeah. playing, and that was yeah. essentially you know live live TV broadcast. Yeah, just did it because that's what he does. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> crazy. Uh, so I had uh, two other things. Um, one is Christian Lindbergh's perfect day. Oh yes! Oh and my Joe, gosh, that's I'm, right. That's I'm bringing this up. I'm bringing this up to you because this is how I'm going to start helping you. I want you to go watch that. <laughs> I have watched it three times today. Okay, I don't have time. I got meetings. That, <laughs> He's that's got your meetings. assignment. Well, you can't do that. Then, if you needed any more affirmation that you're doing, he has it to wrong, work. There it is. <laughs> I started this podcast saying I'm doing it wrong. You tell your boss that you have an assignment due for the podcast and you cannot make it today there it is um but if you haven't seen this it's amazing and it's completely unrealistic for typical people but it does make you think about what's possible with how you can use your time sure well what's possible if you if there are no constraints well like sure if, but if there's no real well, life what if you picked one day a week to do that to start or i don't not know even, let's say I'm not even sure four. that's possible <laughs> for four, four days wow. a week. <laughs> i mean just saying wow. what if what if you you know you could create such self-structured time where there's a way to, it just i don't know i think it just changes the way you think about time and being a musician and i think everybody needs to go watch it several times i i agree it's great All right. it is great and then the only other one i bring up and this is an old one but i can't get enough of it and that is simon sinek on ted uh, oh yes, his presentation called "How Great Leaders Inspire Action." Yes, it's you have to go watch it, and the first thing you should notice is how many views it has, and then just know that ten thousand of those are me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, really great, really great video that will could have a great impact on how you how you do your job in a lot of different ways. And how so, you tell us that name again. Spell that for us. Simon Sinek. It's S I M O N. S-I-N-E-K, and it's e on Ted. Mm -hmm. And he's got a lot of other videos out now, but this very first one he did on Ted, it's actually, this is older Ted, so there's an issue with the microphone for the first little bit of it, and then he switches <laughs> to another microphone in the middle of it, and then it then it's the sound is this gets better. why good leaders make you feel safe? How great leaders inspire action. There yeah. it is, that's the one. That only has 15 million views. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. That's what it's got. I use this in my grad classes here in the summer, and I use it all the time. I just I steer people toward it. It's just a really watershed kind of It's 18 and a half minutes. You've got the time. Go watch it. Yeah. 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 It sort of launched his career as a, you know, helpful leadership guru, speaker. Yeah. Yeah. I usually, when I listen to that, usually is when we're doing the podcast. I've got that going in the background. That's when I, <laughs> that's when I have time to listen. <laughs> <laughs> that's when bill listens that that's why i listen to my podcast when we're doing our podcast that makes total sense <laughs> multitasking fantastic 
All right. Well, we did it. We put some stuff out there, which All is right. great. Yeah. And I think they're probably going to be a little bit more of this, too. Uh, next week, just looking ahead uh, on our schedule is uh, how we spend our summer, right? Yeah. Yep. And uh, so we might get into even some more of these suggestions and all that. And in the meantime, if anyone else, if you have anything out there and you want to send it to us to make sure it gets on the summer list, do it. Yeah. Because we've got we've got viewer mail to get to here in the next yeah, yes, couple we weeks. We've got a lot to do as we wrap up this season. Theopenbell yeah. at gmail.com. Just send it to us. We've got a lot of stuff. All right, boys, time for no offense. There's so much information out there, and even though we have warned against being careful of what you trust, we still encourage you to go looking. So spend some time going down the rabbit hole and keep lists of all the really good stuff. If you're not constantly in search of inspiration or at least entertainment, well, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> and the rabbit hole isn't just scrolling on your phone, right? That's no. not what it is. <laughs> no, it's no. Th that's just reading headlines. You got to go in. You got to actually find out. And yeah, you might run across some stuff that you think, oh, well this isn't any good. That's fine. Leave that behind. But yeah, keep, always be searching, always be searching, always be searching, looking for the looking for new stuff, looking for good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, there's no other way to, to find the good stuff than weeding through some of the bad. So my, my example of this was when I recorded, well, actually, Joey, the piece you're going to do, one of the pieces you're going to do in your recital is the Corn yes. Gold Marietta's lead. Yes. Yes. Right. So I went looking for recordings of that. And my favorite recording was of Nicola Benedetti mm -hmm. uh, at the proms playing yep. that piece well i was so impressed with her playing right i go looking what else has she recorded right <laughs> then i found she did a recording of scottish folk songs which included this scottish folk tune i didn't know called a fond kiss oh, there it is which right. then led me to a range of her trombone and then eventually abb and concert band yeah. and that all came about just from going down the rabbit hole absolutely right. listening 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 digging considering you know some deep work. thinking and then some work at the end of it yeah but inspired work so yep. it went came together really quickly but you know yeah but that's that's those can be the results of that kind of stuff right you I know love it if you're willing to spend the time yeah otherwise you're just going to wrap yourself up in the same stuff you're doing all the time and that's no good yeah that's meetings no and meetings <laughs> oh that hurts more <laughs> hour meetings. after hour and before you know it your summer's gone <laughs> this hurts oh god this hurts <laughs> I don't and know. You get to September, and what have you got to show for it? Meetings. <laughs> That's all and in more meetings. How much do you really accomplish in those meetings? It's a very good question. <laughs> I'm not arguing with you. And I think, I think just to kind of help, again, I want you to go watch Christian Lindbergh today, and then when I'm out on the bike here in a little bit and you're in a meeting, I'm going to send you pictures of that to inspire you. <laughs> <laughs> and I will be sending you and to poke <laughs> lists of profanities. <laughs> To curse you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. Well, that should about do it for today. Listen, stay tuned. Tell your friends and neighbors and make sure that you make a list of stuff to read, listen to, and watch. So long for now. Remember to keep an open mind, but more importantly, an open bell. Today's episode was recorded under duress. Family members are not eligible for prizes. Please check due date on carton before consumption. Do not return this product to the store if broken. Avoid contact with open flames. If ingested, contact a poison control center immediately. Brian's hologram designed by Cornet Ghosters LLC PDQ NHMF Coke. It's the real thing. Thank you to our amazing staff, brass band consultant, C. Mike Hornet, Brian's repair person, Craven Betterhorns, instrument acquisitions, Rex Anybell, mouthpiece tester, Kenny Do It. Survey Data Consultant, Jeff Ikaslaffen. 
jazz trumpet intern, Mrs. Changes, wellness consultant, Anya Teeth, Mr. Tartel's management, Fonda Cash Dallas. <laughs>